Hello, so it's Rachel, and thanks for joining me on my podcast, Perfectly Imperfect Me 365. And boy, have I been avoiding this um, for a while. You know, I love actually doing this when I start to do it, and I get completely stuck because I don't really know what topics I want to do. My brain has so many things inside of it, and there's a ton of things that I could talk about. And then when I want to go talk about it, either the timing is not right because I don't have my privacy or I'm not using my phone at that time. And then more things happen, right? So I'm doing it. I'm here today because a dear friend of mine who has her own fabulous podcast told me, just record. You can come up with a title later. So here I am recording. And I'm also using my Chrome app on my computer because the last time I did my Safari, I was kicked off after five minutes. So, hey, I have a 30 minute time limit. I don't believe I'll be talking for 30 minutes and you never know. So let's just get to what I'd like to talk about today and something that I have done that I don't think I've ever really shared with many people and um, I haven't shared with probably some of my closest friends, to be honest with you. But back in November, maybe December, I was kind of going through this little bit of a funk. I really have, you know, great friends, great family, fabulous husband, four beautiful kids. And I'm really, truly blessed. And I do have a very gorgeous looking dog, Cooper, who's my wine moraner who is quite anxious. So I guess it's apropos for what I do for a living, but I'm definitely not a behaviorist with dogs, but either way, Cooper is here and he sits with me all day while I work. And he's currently here with me right now. And so let's just hope he doesn't bark because usually he scares the crap out of me. Snores, I can tolerate. Barking, my heart rate goes up and I feel like I might pass out. So back to me and what I did Back in November, December, I was kind of like in this little funk, you know, um, I'm not really sure why. I guess I don't actually even know because I love the holidays, maybe because my son didn't get to come home for Thanksgiving. I'm not really sure, but I just wasn't in the best place. So I thought to myself, you know, Rach, when people are not in the best place and you as a therapist, what do you do? You encourage them to get out, to talk to their friends you know, make an appointment. This would not be the time to cancel your therapy appointment with me when you are not feeling your best. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to schedule an appointment to see a therapist. Yep. A therapist going to see a therapist. And I actually felt relieved. Now, when I made the appointment, he was going to be out of the office for two weeks. And I also was going to be out of the office for two weeks. And by the time he came back in and I went back to work, it was probably another three weeks that I could get in, right? And as the time is coming up to see him for my appointment, which was in person, which I can't remember the last time I actually was in person for therapy, maybe before COVID. And I remember observing my thoughts of, oh my God, things are good now. I don't need to go see him. What am I going to talk about? I don't need to spend the money. You know, this is just, I have other things I need to do. And I wouldn't let myself cancel because I made it for a reason. 
because although I'm helping people on a daily basis and I love what I do and I, I, I'm pretty good at what I do. I mean, some people may say I'm not, and that's okay. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And I know I'm good at what I do. And I'm on a consultation team and I have dear friends that I could talk to. It just was not the same as going to see the therapist. So I went, it was about a half an hour drive. And the whole way down there, I thought to myself, what are we going to talk about? I don't really have anything to talk about. My appointment was for, I think, a 50 minute session, maybe an hour, you know, and I didn't see any clocks in his office. And um, I don't even remember if I was wearing a watch. And he asked me some questions and I just almost had like diarrhea of the mouth. Kid you not, I'm pretty sure he didn't get most of his questions that he wanted to get answered, even spoken to. He didn't even get to answer them to me um, because I just literally just kept talking. So then all of a sudden, his computer that was on the desk that was right across from me lights up. We had been talking for an hour and 17 minutes. I literally couldn't believe it. And it was really great. He asked me some questions and I'm a pretty intuitive person about myself. However, he asked me some questions that got me thinking. I also found myself um, wanting to like defend, you know, some people in my life and some things that I had done. And then I realized that that's being willful, Rachel. You got to listen to what he's saying, right? I walked away from there thinking, oh my gosh, is this how my clients feel when they leave a session for me? Now, I'm sure there may be some that don't, and that is also okay. And then we kind of check in the following week. But I thought to myself, holy crap, how have I been missing this for 51 years? Now, don't get me wrong. I've done other types of therapy. You know, I've gone to, you know, couples therapy. I think my parents, when I was nine, maybe 10, stuck me with a therapist, a psychologist, I think. And I was, I couldn't even tell you why, to be honest. Maybe because I was a hyper kid. I don't know. And um, had a hard time sitting still. Probably definitely wasn't focused. Um, so I went to that therapist when I was like, I don't know, nine, 10 maybe. And I remember just sitting there. I never spoke. And then I realized this is the longest, however long I had to see him for. Because I'm just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. But anyway, I'd never actually been to therapy as an adult for myself. It was not for anybody else. It was not to get help with any of my clients, to help any of my children, to try to get people around me to change. It was truly for myself. And it really wasn't as painful as I thought it might've been. And I had plenty to talk about and I'm going back this week and I'm so excited. And so I guess I'm talking about this today because there are probably a lot of people out there that want help maybe, or don't necessarily need help, but maybe they just need somebody else to help them be reflective or introspective of certain things in life that they're dealing with, right? You don't have to have a life that was bad enough or traumatic enough to go and seek therapy. And that's what I learned, right? Because I started to join also these women empowerment group that this 
fabulous woman who I had the privilege of actually calling my friend who motivated me months ago to do my podcast. And then I waited again a few more months by avoiding my podcast. Um, Sabrina Victoria, and she has her great um, empowerment, women's empowerment, her nation, and you got to check it out. But, and they do, um, her and her fiance have this beautiful, sober community that they have created for people that are sober, that either need to get sober, just choose to want to be sober and want to get into a life around sports and activities and community that doesn't involve drinking or drugging. So I started to attend her weekly um, female groups and it's beyond so therapeutic for me. And I never realized how much I actually needed this, right? It's a totally different thing going to somebody that you have a connection with and you can be yourself, not worry about being judged. Maybe you don't even care if you're judged, right? But you get to talk about yourself and what are some things that you want to like check out and look into, right? Um, And so if you are sitting at home and you are actually listening to this, and I'm really hoping that people do, I really want you to ask yourself, can I get something out of therapy? Sure, you have friends, like I said, you have family, you even have maybe a partner. It's not the same, guys. I have fabulous friends that are my colleagues that 100% I can go to, and they would give me not the advice I want to hear, but they would help me right? See things maybe differently. The reality is though, is that there is somewhat of a conflict of interest there because they're my friends. I want to go to somebody that has experience that can also get me and has experience in what I want to work on, right? Which that is so important. So if you are going to seek out therapy, right? Because maybe you just want to get some calm, peace, clarity of your life, right? Maybe you need to get some resolution to situation that happened many years ago, right? Maybe even if you think you've gotten it. A lot of times we didn't and we haven't because doing it ourselves is difficult. So if you're at home and you're sitting at home and you are listening to this, I ask you to just make that appointment, find a therapist, that you are looking for that has your niche. Now you have to be careful. I'm not going to lie because a lot of therapists out there will have a niche in everything. And I think it's the way that the websites like set it up, like click, 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 click. But maybe you have a specialty in one, you know, personality disorder, maybe you have a specialty in one type of trauma work. So maybe just look into yourself for a few moments and ask yourself, what is it that I really want to work on without judgment? without any judgment. It doesn't matter whether people around you think that is a problem for you or not. If it's something that you want to work on, get the help, go work on it. And you don't, you know, have to be broken. You're not broken. You don't have to get fixed, right? Like I said, I'm perfectly imperfect the way I am. I know all my flaws and they are flossom because take the good, the bad. I am who I am, right? So find a therapist, 
Stop asking yourself, is therapy for me? Right? Go check it out. Hey, in the worst case, you don't go back. In the best case, you feel so relieved. You walk out of there. I literally felt like I could have skipped out of that office down the hall. But the office from the office to the elevator was super short. So I would have not been able to skip like appropriately. Right. But honestly, I walked out of there being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've waited so long to do this. And it was really a nice gift I gave myself. And so again, this is not in lieu of your therapy. My podcasts are not designed to be therapeutic as a way to treat anything, but if it does help with anybody and gets you motivated, hey, it's okay to seek some help. So with that, I am signing off and I feel so relieved and so happy that I did this. And I'm wondering why was I ever scared on the first place? I didn't get cut off. I really hope that you could hear me and that my microphone wasn't inadvertently off because I have done that before and my dog didn't bark. And so that is a win-win for me. Signing off, Perfectly Imperfect Me 365, this is Rachel. Have the fabulous day.